Welcome to the coffee version of the mini so today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's not how I meant it to sound. <laughs> well, now I'm starting to feel guilty that mm-hmm. I came. I don't want to get you sick. I really don't think I'm contagious. No, I have to be honest. I, I, as soon as you walked in the door and then, and you had your first cough, I was like transported back in time to the last time I know, that you came me in. I know, Come and you're like, I don't have a fever. I just have this cough and then I got sick. So I'm like, oh, please don't let that happen again. But I you know, know what? We won't I'm... know until we try. You know, our minisodes are short anyway and you're already here and you've already coughed, I think seven times. <laughs> But no one's counting. Megan, <laughs> Megan told me this morning when I was driving to work, she goes, or driving to school, she goes, God, you are making so many noises. I couldn't breathe. So I'm like, blowing my nose and then I'm coughing. And then I would try to take deep breaths and I'd be like, <sighs> and so apparently that's all I was doing this morning. Is just trying to survive this illness. I hate that for you. Me too. I need to. It's because I'm around germ breeders all day long. Germ breeders, a.k.a. children. Exactly. <laughs> I mean. And if I quit hugging on them and loving, them. loving on them. It's because of those dreams you have. You have uh, dreams about puppies and children. And then in your real life, when you see them, you just can't. You can't. Stop. I can't help it. Yeah. You know it's crazy. You still haven't had a chance to come out to the house to meet my puppies. I know. Isn't that crazy? I wanted to do that this week when I was off. And then I was in bed all week sick. Today's my first day amongst the living, which I'm thankful for because I go into like intense mode for teaching for mm-hmm. the contract that I'm under. <sighs> and so I'm literally well enough in air quotes, I say. <laughs> to do that oh i do wish you would have had a chance to come out to the puppies i have this instinct to want to bring them with me everywhere i go mm-hmm. i've already asked aaron my radio partner he says no. and i'm like can i bring the dogs to the studio and he just stares at me like that is the dumbest question that you could potentially ask me the answer is always no so okay so my boss said that to me too when i said i want to get a golden retriever and i want to train them as a therapy dog and i want him to be a pet as reader dog in schools so if i got a golden retriever could i bring him to school she said um that is a negative like no absolutely not i was reminiscing with Paige yesterday about this because i asked sean the same thing and he's like no we're not getting a dog that was one year ago I have a seven-month-old golden retriever that goes to work with me every single day and visits in every single classroom, and he has literally become the unofficial school mascot. And the student said last week, you know, Miss Charnell, at this point, if Miss Sherry or Mr. Reeves said that you couldn't bring the dog here, we would all revolt. They know that they can't get away with saying the dog can't be in this building anymore because he's kind of being a pain when we close him in my office now. He barks because he wants to get out with the kids. Um, and they're like, they can't get rid of the dog because he's like family. <laughs> so what you're so you saying. you keep working on Aaron. That's my ignore point. Ignore the no and just bring him anyway. Or That's did you what, eventually get permission? Well, maybe just show up with him one day and he sees how cute they are and how well they do. And you say, it's just a trial. I don't know. I'm of the philosophy that you just kind of move on with your agenda and, and, and see who adopts to it. Adapts to it, rather? Ad- yeah, adapts to it. And I think most people do most times. <laughs> That's yeah. probably the worst advice ever. <laughs> I went to your school. You have just, you know, like floors that are easily cleanable. And mm-hmm. Here in the studio, we have a yeah. carpet. So I'm pretty sure. And this is true. My dog, when he was going through the potty training phase, thankfully, it's not an issue anymore. But I can't tell you how many times we had to clean up 
puddles of mm-hmm. potty yeah. because he was learning. Oh gosh, the potty training part is just so annoying. Let's talk about dog potty training for our entire podcast. <laughs> Let's not. I am so thankful that we just got out of that phase. Although my dog throws up really easily. Like he gags himself super easy. It's a thing. He's not sick. He just, one, he eats things he's not supposed to all the time. He's like a garbage disposal. And two, he inhales water and food real fast and then gags himself and pukes. So he puked this morning and I watched Sean walk across. (laughs) He walks across the hallway in the living room and he looks and i hear him say to himself pretend like you're not seeing this pretend like you're not seeing this and i'm on my hands and knees cleaning up dog puke because you know he didn't want this dog (laughs) because he's eaten my my floor in my laundry room he's through the potty training phase though we don't potty in the house (laughs) so there's a silver lining once you get past the potty training phase then you go into the dogs eat everything phase we actually kind of are in the similar they're they're gnawing on things we we contain them to the kitchen slash mm-hmm. dining room area because it's all hardwood so mm-hmm. any accidents can easily be managed in that space right but they're using the table and the chairs as teething toys so i just realized how bad it is on a couple of the chairs and it's a good thing we don't care about the chairs they're not antiques they're not hand-me-downs mm-hmm. there's no emotional attachment to them but we also need to break the habit so that when we get dining table chairs in the future they're mm-hmm. not going to be two toys of the future so keep yeah. me posted on how you do that ragnar's <laughs> doing the exact same thing to the wing chair in my living room he keeps getting up underneath it and the little wood spindle thing mm-hmm. i didn't realize same thing that yeah. he was doing that so i went and bought some of that the spray yeah spray that mm-hmm. bitter apple stuff yep um that doesn't really stay on the furniture so when i catch him i go spray it at him and he (laughs) kind of like bats it and doesn't like it i got a puppy toy that is by the kong company and it is a like a tubular piece that has these slits all around it where when the dog kind of chomps down it can kind of go up into their gums a little bit and massage their gums because that's part of why puppy right they chew is because they have all this teeth stimulation going on and they're trying to cut their teeth right so and it's just a it's, it's got to be a horrible experience when you think about all those teeth just kind of coming in and they're all mm-hmm. and pointy mm-hmm. but this particular toy massages their gums and it kind of relieves that feeling and so mm. i what i have done so far that seems to be working is keep trying to see which toys they really like to chew on and this one they're really obsessed over so whenever I hear that familiar wood <laughs> chomping sound, yeah. I go running over, I grab the toy. And before I correct them, like before I start yelling, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I grab the toy and then I bring it as close to them as possible. And then I say no. And then just kind of pop a little bit on the nose with my finger. And then I redirect the toy. Huh. So that's kind of my approach. And it seems to be working well, pretty quick. You suggested the Kong as a redirection for mm-hmm. my guy. And he has never enjoyed the Kong. So I quit introducing it to him. It's been a couple months. So after you said that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get the Kong out, put a little peanut butter in there and see what happens. He loves it now. Now all of a sudden he's into it. So that's been super effective. Yeah, it's really helpful. Any of those toys where you know they can withstand a chew and then you can also put a little bit of a strong scented Mm -hmm. something inside of it. 
uh, peanut butter being one of the most common ones for puppies and dogs in general. They love peanut mm-hmm. butter. Who doesn't love peanut butter? I, I people with me, peanut I allergies. This is they true. They do not like peanut butter. This is true. Okay, so uh, on our minisodes, as you guys know, we like to recap on the previous episode besides just catch up because Shannon and I love catching up together. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to do that with you today. We're also going to be reading your guys's comments. So just a reminder, no matter what episode you're listening to, no matter where you are in the feed, you can always send your feedback to us. Show at gmail.com is our email, or you can go and find out ways to connect with us at our website, pictureimperfect.com show that's our website dot show not dot com dot show that's right i haven't coughed in a few minutes i know trying to stay aware of it (laughs) 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 that was the sound of shannon trying to keep her cough inside (laughs) i just ruined the streak (laughs) you went like a whole 10 minutes without coughing and then you tried not to cough and forced yourself to cough. I know. That's sad. Okay, so before we jump into our thoughts on the episode, let's read a review from iTunes. Sometimes I do things in different order, so we're going to do it in different yeah, order today. Yeah, you do. You got to keep it all mixed up. Keep all us right. guessing. Okay, Shannon, read our five-star review from November 7th from Sonetta. Sonetta says, super fun listening. Danae and Shannon are so fun. Just love listening. I laugh and feel like I'm right there with them. Which is one of our most common pieces of feedback and one we appreciate so much. And was one of the goals when we started this show is we wanted people to have that feeling of community with us, that they were right there in the room with us. I like that Brenda um, said that whenever she you know, joined us last mm-hmm. week, um, that she also had that same feeling and she wasn't personally offended. That mm-hmm. we don't respond to her individually. Yes. She's like, nope, I don't get offended. I just keep on working in my living room or my kitchen or wherever I am in the house. Mm-hmm. It was so fun to have her on the show. She was a blast. I really, really enjoyed her. Um, I want to dump it. I want to dump. I want to jump into that. <laughs> huh. I don't want to dump. <laughs> That's just weird. Um, but just real quickly, if you guys do leave a review on iTunes, it is super helpful for us. So head over to iTunes, search for Picture Imperfect if you're not an Apple user, just search for it. And then when you log into your account, you can leave a five-star review. And when you do it on iTunes specifically, that's how uh, this particular show is noticed by more and more people because iTunes is the big place for podcasts to live. So thanks for going over to the podcast player and doing that. Okay, now we can jump into our thoughts on um, our food feel conversation with miss brenda bauer yes she was a lot of fun to have on the show i really enjoyed her and i've talked to several people who have listened to the episode and they really enjoyed the episode as well um i had several people ask me what she looked like (laughs) oh really yeah i've had several people say i'm wondering if it was because of her um first response of what would you do if you had two hours left (laughs) and you hear her the way she says sex (laughs) but i have had several people say what does brenda look like (laughs) i wonder if it's because of how she described herself that she's like Mm -hmm. like six foot tall with red hair right just think beautiful amazonian woman exactly you're in the right you're in the right area that's right yeah she's she's a very beautiful inside and out person i also had some friends contact and say that they really enjoy the show that it was right down their alley with loving food and loving to hear about our personal journeys. Um, specifically one person mentioned that she was surprised with my 
um, uh, unhealthy relationship with food or that I wasn't like more healthy in my eating habits because oh. you know, I kind of outed myself yeah, as you somebody did. who uh, is in the health and wellness industry, knows about healthy foods, has at several times in my life eaten extremely healthy, but then I haven't in such a long time. And so to confess that I am a junk food, mm-hmm. you know, drive through girl, I think was a little bit shocking, but I actually kind of liked claiming it and just sort of, you know, being it's out honest. there now. Yeah, it's out there. And then, but then also the whole point of the show being, that we feel confident to just start wherever we are. That's right. And I really liked that too. So it was really encouraging to me. And one of the things that I'm not surprisingly that has stuck with me is trying to find out better ways to have snacks for my child. Mm-hmm. So uh, just this morning, actually, I was um, handing her back a rice, little rice cake mm-hmm. that she could kind of munch on in the car thinking, I wonder if I should start to just chop up some various little things I can just put in the car. Car rides are weird though. Cause you kind of want them to be dry food so that they don't ruin things. Right. But then they have to be foods that they can't choke on because you're driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've got to work on that or like cut them small enough to mm-hmm. wear. But I also don't want to be picking up massive chunks of food out of the car. So I've got to, mm-hmm. I got to figure that part out, but I'm thinking about it and actively kind of in that area. Well, I've replaced James's um, fruit snacks. You did, yeah, with the Juice Plus gummies. You s- oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to buy more because, but it can't. It's just fruits and vegetables, so it can't hurt him. He loves them. He comes in and begs for them every single day. He begs to have the bag, and I will not let him because he just wants to <laughs> sit and munch on them. Yeah. So I've now replaced the fruit snacks that his Dino Sharks, which were his favorites with his gummies and so I give him extra fruits and vegetables now and then he has Mario gummy vitamins so between the combination of all those those are his gummies I thought you were going to go with the gummy bunny route from that I was planning on it but <laughs> this is so much better for him it's, it's true. nutrition and I told Sean last night actually I said surely I can't give him too many of these right it's just fruits and vegetables he is in the bathroom a lot yeah <laughs> so that's the side effect but he also, his dark circles him. are gone under really? his eyes. Yeah. Like, Aww. I was telling a friend of mine that I got together with this morning about that. I was like, what I've seen him in, in him is so noticeable that, yeah, we replaced him. I was going with gummy bunnies, but. You actually went with the Juice Plus kid stuff. Yeah. So, Brenda, if you're listening, if I shouldn't be giving him that many, <laughs> please, please text me or message me. <laughs> uh, that's funny. And she's actually um, answered that question for me before. Oh, and, good. And the answer, I think, if I remember correctly, is no, you can't like OD on them. You're not going right. to have to go to the ER and get your stomach pumped like you would if it was a vitamin because mm-hmm. it's, it's not a vitamin. It's just nutrition Mm -hmm. but the side effect is yeah there's going to be more bowel movements and stuff but if there if his little body might be craving fruits and vegetables and she was talking about that metabolic change Mm -hmm. so he may be moving in the direction of wanting to actually eat more fruits and vegetables he is getting a little more adventurous than he ever has been so i do believe something's Mm -hmm. happening so that felt like a win for me yeah Yeah, it felt like a big win for me so um so in that same vein just before we kind of move on uh i had a couple people ask me if there were like samples for anything and so i've got a couple of friends that i'm going to be mailing out some of those same gummy samples because they're hoping that their little one can 
enjoy that too. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, it's been a huge peace of mind for me, as I've told you, and mm-hmm. I, I talked about a little bit, just knowing for sure that Iris is getting some nutrition and mm-hmm. she looks forward to her little gummies every day. Um, but I, I did give her samples first to see if she'd even eat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of my friends, her, her son has like sensory, mm-hmm. he's really highly sensitive. And so certain types of textures and flavors are just not mm-hmm. great for him. So before jumping back into the, you know, gummy realm, she's going to, um, you know, try it out first. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm really happy to that your, your little boy is getting me too. He's kind of turning the corner. That makes me feel really good. Yeah, me too. Because it is hard to make everything from scratch well, or go get the most healthy, most nutrition, most uh, nutrient rich from the best farms. You know, that's just a it's a it's a journey that takes a lot of steps. Right. Unless you're really adept to it already. Right. And um, like for me, I learn best as a partner to like kind of go with someone and get into a routine. So for me to jump in on my own is very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, See, but, for me, I'm on the opposite end. We've eaten that way for forever. Right. The child won't eat anything but pizza, chicken nuggets. He's on to grilled cheeses right now. Um, <laughs> that's just new in like the last 24 to 48 hours. So, but the main staples are chicken nuggets, pizza, and pancakes. And that's it. Yep. And, it's hard. And it's one of the, he, I've never had a child that's been this type of picky eater, especially in our home where we have such a variety of foods mm-hmm. to eat. And he had such a great palate when he was a little one. I mean, he ate everything and I, I made all of his food. It was organic. It was, he had a completely whole food diet. Maybe I burned him out when he was little. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I keep hoping he's going to outgrow it. So, but at least, like I said, this gives me peace of mind in this step mm-hmm. of the journey is I'm not going to lash myself as a mom for yep. it's just where he's at. Yeah. I was excited to find this. And yeah, me too. The fact that he's asking for the bag and I finally <laughs> told him what it was because, you know, I was telling him I was calling him special gummies. Yep. And I finally decided when he was telling me how much he loved them and a good weekish had passed of hearing that continuously. I'm like, man, if I tell him it's fruits and vegetables, will he quit? just on pure principle because he says he doesn't like them. I was like, you know what? I want him to know he's eating fruits and vegetables and he enjoys them. Maybe it'll motivate him to try the real deal food. Um, And I told him and he goes, really? Well, I guess I like them if they're in a gummy. (laughs) (laughs) Baby steps. (laughs) Exactly. At least he knows what it really is. Exactly. So yeah, so now he knows he's eating fruits and vegetables. Aw, well... I know I'm getting fruits and vegetables and I'm more like sweet. They're in pill form. I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to worry too much about making sure I get something today. Bring you on the drive throughs. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that metabolic change thing like kicks in soon. And I'm like gun ho for right. phase two, three, four, five, whatever comes next. <laughs> okay. I totally forgot something. So right before we go, um, Brenda did uh, send us, a little bit of a post thoughts on the show. So I wanted to read that real quick. And I've just found out. She said, I had an absolute blast on the podcast, listening to the replay. I really hope that people felt like we all struggle with food and all fall down and that are inspired to look for small changes that they can make. 
And I also don't know that I ever got that recipe to Shannon to link in the show notes. So I will put it on my blog if you want to link to that blog page in your show notes. I'll also put a couple of cool event links there for you guys too. So be sure to tell them about my webpage, which again is forkfighter.com, which you can find in the show notes from last week. We'll put it in the show notes again today. So yeah, if you wanted to have that delicious recipe for the circular deliciousness the chocolate balls then they will be there for you uh we have a really good time on the show and we actually have a really fun announcement for you guys so yay shannon's trumpet i haven't done that in a long time no you haven't so we've had a really really fun time uh, putting the show together for you guys we've loved your feedback um we have structured our show in such a way that we've intended to to do like a season one season two kind of a feel Mm -hmm. so episode 10 will technically be the end of our first season of picture imperfect yay isn't that cool (laughs) yes it went by fast it did it started off as a total experiment and we'll get more into this um next episode but you know start off as an experiment between shannon and i to see hey we've always wanted to do this Mm -hmm. can we do this And then you guys jumped in and said, yes, we want to hear you do more. So um, what we're going to do next episode is going to be really, really fun. And we could use your help. We are going to be recapping just real briefly. Well, it'll be a seven hour show. Um, (laughs) We're going to be recapping the highlights from episodes one through nine on next week's episode. So we're going to kind of go back and just revisit some fun things. Go back to the beginning. Back to the beginning. I'm actually thinking about pulling some of the audio from our test episodes. I think that's a great idea. That have never been released. (gasps) You should do it. Because I think if I can remember what computer I was using when I edited, I think we actually had two test episodes that we never even posted on we, SoundCloud. We did. Yeah. I remember that. We so did. wouldn't that be kind of funny to go back and hear yes. that? So I'll try to get that stuff together. And uh, we're just going to have a fun kind of a memory lane moment next week and end the first chapter of Picture Imperfect before we take a little bit of a break and then come back for season two or chapter two or photo album two. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell I'm not super creative all the time. Season two. Season two. Season two works. It's very Netflix. It is very Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we're really, really excited to kind of come back Uh, to the table in season two, but we'll save all those updates for social media. So just be sure you're following us on social media. Uh, We know we've already invited you, but just find us on Facebook. There's a Facebook group. There's a Facebook page. uh, So you guys can stay connected. Um, So, but more coming next week on our final episode of season one. Wow. And if there's something from season one that just really touched you or you just, an episode that you absolutely loved or just a story, a moment, um, anything from season one that just inspired you or touched you in any way, we would love to hear from you. Um, please email us. You can, I mean, some of you are friends of ours that have our direct phone numbers, text messages, however it is most convenient for you to reach out to us. If you want to reach out to us and share that, we would love to put that into our, our next show that we do as we do take that walk down memory lane. I'm really excited to hear Just the way our shows evolve from the beginning, all those test episodes, 
to now, I mean, I don't know. It's just been it's been a neat birthing process to watch this all happen, yeah. and it's I think it's going to be fun. One of the things Danae and I get to do through this is go back and listen to all these yep. episodes to recap them, and so I'm really anxious to see what the two of us will come to the table with after listening to them. Yeah, and I'm also reflecting on things you guys wouldn't know. You know, you get to hear the show as it comes into your feed, just as it's presented. Right. But what you don't know is some of the background details. And we talk about it a little bit, just things going on in our life, you know, kids stuff and Mm -hmm. dog stuff and life stuff. But, you know, we have tried all different kinds of schedules for when to record and how to record. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, all of that has changed, too. We've had a really busy uh, last few months just experimenting with what it means to do this podcast together. Yeah. So we're going to be reflecting on just all things uh, from season one. And we're excited to share that with you. So join us next week for that. And of course, have a beautifully imperfect day. Bye, friends. Bye.